Wedgwood Christian Services is a place where hope and healing meet. Join me, Hillary Kirkendall, Wedgwood's Marketing and Communications Coordinator, as I sit down for conversations with the amazing people who work at, learn from, and grow through our grace-filled residential care, counseling services, and community programs. Grab your cup of coffee or tea and enjoy experts sharing their insights on the challenges people are facing and stories of hope, healing, and transformation. These are Wedgwood's Coffee Break Conversations. Did you know that August is Wellness Month? And did you know that there are eight dimensions of wellness and they're all connected? For today's Coffee Break Conversation, I sit down for a chat with Chris Stalick, one of Wedgwood's amazing recreation therapists, about how wellness programs and recreation therapy impact the kids in our care, and she has a few tips for anyone looking to improve their overall wellness. I'm thrilled to introduce you to yet another incredible member of Wedgwood's team. Today, I am here with Chris, one of our recreation therapists who works with the kids in Wedgwood's residential care through therapeutic activities. Thanks for sitting down for a coffee break conversation, Chris. Um, I'll let you introduce yourself a bit, share what you do here, and how long you've been a part of the team. Right. I've been at Wedgwood now for about six years. I was a recreation therapist in the Antonini home for five of those years, and then I switched over in December to the Zondervan home. So I've had both experience of working with teenage girls and teenage boys. Quite different, but mm-hmm. same excitement. Yeah. Um, as a rec therapist, I pretty much provide all the recreation leisure activities, outings, groups, special events, um, help with all the programming and planning for those. Great. Uh, so as a recreation therapist doing all these activities, how does that role in kind of your department fit into residential care here at Wedgwood? We um, are actually a really big part. We're not only rec therapists, but we're also um, youth treatment specialists on the unit. Mm-hmm. So we are definitely a part of the team. We um, provide daily care for the kids as well as providing all the activities um, ranging anywhere from walking programs to art therapy to um, pet therapy to garden group to um, all sorts of outings in the community. So we we are actually a really big part of that team. Right. And so it's not just like planning group therapy, but it's all the other like fun activities too, right? Oh, yes. Yeah, we're actually getting ready to go to... Um, Michigan Adventure coming up here in a few weeks. Kids love those activities. It's what they live for. Um, they really work hard on their goals so they can meet those goals and they can attend the activities. We just got back from doing an um, outing at Three Mile Project. They really enjoyed that. Um, we do all sorts of activities. Frederick Meyer Gardens, uh, the zoo. They love John Ballpark Zoo. Mm-hmm. Anything, any movies. They love movies. We just mm-hmm. got done seeing the new Thor movie. and They, oh. they were just thrilled to see that. Oh, and they just love getting out in the community being part of the community. Yeah, good to just be kids. Yes, exactly, especially over the summer break. Yeah, yeah. So August is Wellness Month, speaking of summer, um, and the overall well-being of kids and families in West Michigan is something that Wedgwood is committed to supporting and improving. Mm -hmm. And I read recently that there are eight dimensions of wellness, emotional, spiritual, intellectual, physical, environmental, financial, occupational, and social. So how does recreation therapy here at Wedgwood fit into our holistic approach to care and addressing all of these different types of wellness? Well, as a rec therapist, when they come into our, the kids come into our program, we do we pretty much assess, we plan out their activities, um, we implement those activities, and then we evaluate those activities. And through that assessment process, we find out where their abilities lie and where their challenges lie. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of them will come in with um, different um, 
concerns in various areas. And one of the major ones is social skills, mm-hmm. or social domain that you were talking about. So we will implement programs based around the social. And that's, that's pretty much everything that we do. Any kind of group activity we do, any outing we go to, any time that we um, communicate with different people outside of Wedgwood, any youth group experiences we go to, we discuss social skills that are needed in those, mm-hmm. those areas. We do physical we do the uh, anything from the walking program around the Jesus Trail, which is a, really a great program, mm-hmm. to physical fitness in the wellness center, to gym day in the gym. Um, we've done different runs throughout the Grand Rapids community, more of a walk, but hey, we, yeah. we completed it. So uh, we do that sort of physical. We do um, spiritual. The spiritual is such a big part of Wedgwood's program. Mm-hmm. We do daily devotions. We do daily prayers. We do um, youth group at GR First. We plan out for them to attend a church service on Sunday mornings. We support any chapel activities. Uh, cognitive, um, that can range throughout all of our programming. Mm-hmm. Just teaching them ways to develop appropriate, healthy leisure and recreational skills. Mm-hmm. A lot of them come in and all they're used to be doing is either you know, hanging on their phones or their computers or getting in trouble out in the community um, related with drug abuse or you know just... Um, criminal activity. So when they come here, I try to show them different activities that can be just as fun, mm-hmm. more appropriate. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, you have financial on there. They do errand run every week, so they have to pretty much look at what's in their account. Um, they have to budget out that account. They have to go try to per- you know, purchase it. They always you know, never have enough, so they always have to kind of mm-hmm. scale back a little bit and bring back receipts so they learn how to do the financial aspect. Mm-hmm. And I also talk about whenever we go on an outing, I'm like, especially the parks. I do a lot of parks because it's something that they can do when they get out. Mm-hmm. So when they leave Wedgwood and they don't have a rec therapist that is putting money into the program and they're on their own, we talk about how parks are a great alternative, what you can do at parks, and each community usually has its own park. Mm-hmm. Um, we talk about libraries and how that the same way. They can do um, tons of activities and get books and CDs. They can do their activities with libraries and also parks and recreation departments and how they offer activities that are affordable. Environmental, um, I try to get them outside as much as possible. Uh, I find that our kids that have anxiety disorders um, really open up when they get out there on that Jesus Trail. We want two laps. It's a part of a program. They get a reward at the end of it. But the more sites, they really start to open up when you start walking around. You're out in nature. There's fresh air. There's sunshine. The noise level is cut in half or even more so than that. Mm -hmm. And they really start to... um, Relax. And we start to like, oh wow, yeah, look at this. We start. Mm-hmm. We find frogs. We find snakes. We find all sorts <laughs> of bugs. We find all sorts of interesting things. And it, it, they really start to be kids once again. They get out and they see how nice it is to be outside. So um, yeah, there's a lot of a lot of those areas that we do touch. We do art therapy and music therapy to help with the emotional states. Mm-hmm. So art therapy is huge because it allows them to express themselves through different mediums. They can use clay. We've done paint on canvas, we do coloring, we do all, all sorts of different stuff that they are able to, to pursue on the unit and then they can keep it when they're done. Sometimes we'll put, you know, put it up and then we'll give it back to them when they're mm-hmm. done. And also music therapy. Use music therapy multiple times because music is huge to them. Mm-hmm. It is, they love it. It's, it's, you know, they always want their MP3 players when they're, they start getting stressed, they want to put those on and go to their rooms and, and listen to their rap or whatever it is that, you know, helps them calm down. But what I do through music therapy is... I um, ask them specific songs they want to hear, um, the music that they kind of like, so I'll play it back to them and I'll give them their lyrics and so they can, and we talk about how music can affect their life both positively and negatively. So some of the lyrics are, some of them are really good and some of them are, are not so good, so mm-hmm. use that too.
so when these areas of wellness are addressed and supported and nurtured, what are some of the changes that you begin to see in, in kids since they're all so connected? I'm sure it has a big impact that they're all being addressed here. Yeah. I think the main thing I see is I see a reduction in anxiety. I see them start to relax. I think, see them start to feel more comfortable in who they are. Their self-esteem definitely gets implement, gets uh, raised quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, they become you see more of their leadership skills start to come out. Mm-hmm. Like you start seeing them on the unit maybe take take control of us, their their what they're supposed to be doing their goals. Um, and you see them sometimes even with their peers. They start to you know support their peers that are struggling. So um, I definitely an increase in the self-esteem. I see um, they start to voice more in an appropriate way what they need and what they want. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. they'll come to me and say, Ms. Chris, um, I would like to do this. I would like to go to um, Michigan Adventure. I'm like, oh, that sounds a great idea. What do you think we, you know, what do we need to get in place for that to happen? And they're, like, and they're always like, well, everyone needs to get on the same boat so we're all meeting our goals and we can all attend. And I'm mm-hmm. like, that's exactly it. So maybe we can support that. We'll talk about, we'll start looking up prices for tickets. We'll start looking up, you know, what are we going to eat when we get there? You know, it's just, mm-hmm. so I definitely see, you know, increase in self-esteem, leadership skills, um, them getting a voice to express what they like and what they don't like. They'll tell me, <laughs> do you have to go back out? Yes, we're going outside. <laughs> you know, <laughs> But, you know, it's, it's just funny. Um, I definitely see a positive impact on their lives. From your recreation therapy perspective, what is one thing that we all could do to improve our wellness? Um, is there a piece of advice for caregivers to help support kids' wellness? I think I'm a big advocate in, in being active, mm-hmm. um, getting outside, uh, enjoying nature, um, walking. Walking is a very simple activity. You can do it in the mall during the winter. You can mm-hmm. do it outside. I'm, I'm big about going out, and we've, we live in West Michigan, right? There are a million parks out there and they have very either for easy trails for very beginners or you can go to like rosy mounds and you can hike those stairs out to lake michigan mm-hmm. and um so i think it's really important for everybody to be active in some way shape or form um if you aren't able to walk um riding a bike um joining a gym plan for mm-hmm. just 10 bucks a month you know yeah. so i mean i mean there's just so many ways that you can be active and then i um being outside just adds that extra mm-hmm. um, that um, especially for caregivers um, give them a chance also to to kind of bond with, uh, let's say, their child that they're out there walking with. Like I said, Jesus Trail, I do it all the time mm-hmm. with the kids. So that would be something that they could start, you know, discussing goals, plans, concerns, you know, whatever they need. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's something about walking outside that makes any conversation feel way less formal. Yes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. very much. And they open up and they're a little less stressed. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's great advice. Is there an impactful moment or story from working here at Wedgwood with the teens that's really stuck with you? Wow. There's a lot of them. Um, I, I think when you get a job like this and you work with these kids, you are just really blessed. It's really opens your eyes to, um, to God's work. It opens your eyes to your, your strengths. It opens your eyes to your weaknesses. So, but there was one, I was working with this young lady, um, invited her many times to go to youth group at Grand Rapids First, she says, no, I don't believe in God. I don't want to do that. And so I said, okay, you're perfectly fine. You know, I said, anytime if you change your, change your mind, please let me know. You're more than welcome. And so the kids actually talked her into going one time. They're like, oh, come on. They've got, you know, pool, ping pong, foosball, basketball. It's just a really fun place to go. Mm-hmm. She's like, okay, I'll go, you know. So she, comes, she goes with them, and um, we get there, and she's, you know, you can see she's kind of standoffish at first, but then she joined in all the games, um, just had a really good time with with the peers that she was with, and then the service started, and 
and they talked all about that, about how our past is, God forgives all of our past and gives us a new start, and, and they could just see her, and then he, they were asking, like, questions about, you know, do you feel like you would like God to be part of life? She was raising her hand, and I'm like, oh, I'm sitting back there in the, in the parent section, and, mm-hmm. and I'm, like, just thrilled. I'm like, um, thank you, God. Thank you for for being part of it. And then mm-hmm. at the end, she actually did what they call an altar call where they can walk up to the, to the, it's really a stage and they can um, give their life to, to Christ. And mm-hmm. she did. And I just remember it took everything I had not to cry. Cause I'm just like, cause for so long, she's like, I don't believe in God. I don't believe in God. And then to see her do that. And I, I honestly truly believe that these kids need God in their life to address the abuse and neglect that mm-hmm. they received. And, and without that, it's going to be a really hard road ahead of them. But I think if, if they have God, they know, that he's there with them and will guide them through. And, mm-hmm. and I always just, I've always said that, you know, I take them to youth group all the time. And of course it's the fun stuff that attracts them, but when mm-hmm. they get there, it's just planting that little seed, you know, and, mm-hmm. and watching them just, just adapt and want to go back. And then they just keep listening. And then, so it's just a really good experience. But yeah. that was my, that was probably one of my favorite moments. Oh, what a beautiful story. And how cool that it was like the activity yes. that kind of drew her in mm-hmm. and got her there. Yeah. What a beautiful story. Uh, what is one thing that God has made clear to you through your work here at Wedgwood? How much these kids need good, positive Christian role models in their lives. Mm-hmm. They need us to to stand up. They need us to um, treat them with love and respect, um, dignity, um, and still be able to hold the line and teach them the skills that they need to be successful in this world, and that is to be able to accept you know, direction. They need to be able to to follow a program because it's just not a program it's school later on it's Mm -hmm. work later on it's Mm -hmm. a family you know it's community Mm -hmm. later on so we're just teaching them skills that they need later on but we can only do so if we ourselves are good christian role models Mm -hmm. and another story really quick there's a gentleman i was in church with my husband and one of the kids that had already been discharged must have been sitting behind me because he walks up and he taps me on the shoulder and I turned around and it was the last person in the world I ever thought I would find there. But I had taken him to youth group mm-hmm. and it was just, I would like, I just thank God once again that he's there and then, you know, hopefully that Christian modeling helped. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and I like that you said Christian modeling mm-hmm. too. It's not, you know, preaching at them and telling them over and over all of the rules they need to follow. It's more of being a living example of what it is to be a Christian and, yep fully embrace God's love. I, I agree. And being in the trench, I call it being in the trenches with them. So when things are going a little rough or, you know, we're out there at Briggs pool swimming and it's freezing and I'm in the pool, <laughs> shivering. <laughs> but it's like, they really see that and they see mm-hmm. that you're willing to put it out there for them and to help them. So it's, it's a really fun, fun place to be. Mm. Uh, and you may have touched on this a little bit, but why do you love what you do and why do you love doing it here at Wedgwood? Being a rec therapist is is a really, in my opinion, is a great job. I enjoy it because um, you find a kid that comes in that has just been through horrific abuse and neglect, and you have to be able to look at this child, and you have to be able to provide creative programming to actually be able to impact them in any way, shape, or form. you got to figure out what they like, what they don't like, where their abilities are, where their challenges are, and then you can take it from there, and then you keep building upon it so you can see him or her go from here to there and then mm-hmm. it's just it's, it's it's just challenging it's a cha- always a challenge to provide what they like and and um, provide what they need and, and make it work and at Wedgwood <laughs> honestly when I first saw Wedgwood I was I was totally impressed because you have you have a gym you have a, a, a Jesus trail you have a fitness center you have a chapel you have um, an outdoor beautiful outdoor grounds that mm-hmm. we can use I mean there's so many different places that you can 
use to provide these kids services. And mm-hmm. it just makes it really, it gives you more creativity mm-hmm. to do your programming. So yeah, I've enjoyed it. Great. What is one thing you want to make sure that our listeners know about Wedgwood, the kids and families we serve, and or the importance of comprehensive wellness? Well, first of all, I think I've always said this. I think West Michigan is one of the most generous areas I've ever been in. Um, our boys absolutely love getting the tickets to the Whitecaps games and to the Grand Rapids Gold games. And, and there are people that have volunteered. They come in and help us do our garden group, and they come in and do the dog therapy, and they come in and they do um, – We've had people do trauma yoga. I mean, we've had people come all up from the community just to help our guys out, and not to mention all the donations that they mm-hmm. have given for the holidays and for, you know, just clothing and, and whatever thing that they need. Um, it's 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 really nice to have that support because mm-hmm. these kids need to know that they're a part of a community. Mm-hmm. So um, once again, it's, it's just a really supportive community. And in terms of wellness, wellness is such a comprehensive word. It takes in and everything in your life from the, the eight areas that we touched on earlier. And I think not just for our kids that we service, but for our staff also, we need to take care of ourselves because it is such a fun, exciting, challenging job, but it also can be really tough. Mm-hmm. You, you, these kids have been through a lot of abuse and neglect, and so it comes out in their behaviors. And so a lot of times those behaviors are are centered on us. And so we have to be you know professional enough to accept them and to redirect them and to understand and be empathetic to their abilities. Mm -hmm. So yeah. And just remembering that they are all connected. Yes. So if taking care of one is taking care of all of them. Exactly. And you learn that you learn that from our job about how um, these relationships are reciprocal because not only do those kids get our input and our, uh, you know, hopes of positively impacting their lives, but they impact ours too. Mm -hmm. We learn an amazing amount. I walk up and down the hall sometimes at night doing the 15 minute bed checks and I just look in their little window to make sure they're okay. And I look at him like, oh, my gosh, that's a little kid. Mm-hmm. You know, he might have been that little kid that was having a rough day and telling you all about it. But um, he is a little kid. Mm-hmm. He's, he's maybe 12. He may be 18. But he's still a child. And he still needs all that nurturing and all, everything we can from all eight areas of the wellness in order mm-hmm. for him to, mm-hmm. to hopefully move on and have a positive life. What a beautiful perspective for us. <laughs> Uh, It was really well said. Thank you for sitting down with me today for this Coffee Break conversation and about wellness. Your heart for the kids and commitment to supporting them as they discover who they were created to be is so valuable and very appreciated. So it's been a treat to talk to you today. Thank you. Enjoyed it. Like Chris talked about, taking care of each area of wellness is so important to our overall health and well-being. At Wedgwood, we know that simply addressing the mental health needs of a child won't necessarily lead to a healthy person. That's why our donor-funded recreation and wellness programs are so important. They address physical well-being through activities and nutrition. They teach life skills and healthy coping strategies and more. You can learn more about Wedgwood's whole person approach to mental and behavioral health and support our donor-funded programming on our website. So how will you celebrate Wellness Month? Take a walk like Chris suggested, get together with friends, reflect on things you're grateful for, drink some water. I hope today you take care of your well-being. Wedgwood Christian Services is committed to extending God's love and providing exceptional care and support. Head on over to wedgwood.org 
that's W-E-D-G-W-O-O-D.org, to learn more about how you can get connected to services, support Wedgwood's mission, or join our team. Connect with us on social media at Wedgwood CS or send us an email at hello at Wedgwood.org. We would love to be a part of your story. Until next time, these are Wedgwood's Coffee Break Conversations.